1: Welcome to the PHNX Sun Devil Post Show. Brought to you by the one and only drafting sportsbook app. It's America's top-rated sportsbook app. Bet just $1 on any NFL team to score a point. And if either team in that game does score a point, you get $100 in free bets when you sign up using that promo code PHNX. Britt, <laughs> ASU played an ASU football game tonight and it ended in an ASU way. Uh, ASU wins 35-30 final score, uh, but that doesn't even come close to summing up what happened in that Horrendous affair.
0: Uh, You pretty much put it the best way I could put it. It was the most ASU game you pretty much could get. Um, That was so stressful. But, yes, low-tone Capone, let's freaking go. ASU got that win. I need a drink after that. It's been a crazy day. It's been a super stressful day. And um, coupling, trying to keep track of that game um, while, you know, also covering volleyball. And not losing my shit in front of people was really hard because there were moments in there where it was silent and Jaden Daniels would do something dumb. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then <laughs> yeah. this whole like group of people sitting in bleachers turned around and looked at me and I was like, ah, okay, got to stop. Yeah. Got to stop. I already got out of here. I got to get well, out of
1: here. Well, but, once again, once again Jaden Daniels oh. didn't really show up uh, on the ground until the fourth oh. quarter. And I think that's a game planning thing. You see a lot of NFL teams doing that with the read option or they did before the read option kind of died. Um, Jaden Daniels d- doesn't scramble until the fourth quarter now. I guess that's just a thing. Um, and you know, I mean, it works. It, 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 he was there, there was a lot of room to run when he was able to run. Um, but obviously, yeah. the, the stat of the game is Rashad White. I mean, the man was an absolute monster. Uh, 32 carries, 184 yards, two touchdowns, while also adding five receptions for 53 yards. That man must be so tired. 32 carries, just that not alone. not even to
0: mention what he did last week
1: too. Exactly. So we had two
0: or two rushing yards last week and you actually brought up something that I wanted to touch on because uh, I mentioned it earlier and I tweeted it and someone replied to me and was like, well, it's really not just, you know, like it's not masking it. They're still having issues, but um, you know, I tweeted earlier in the game that Rashad white is essentially helping to continue disguising all of these issues that ASU is having offensively. Um, and I felt like they were, more apparent and more evident in tonight's game than in the game against USC. Uh, I think this Washington team did a better job at it really exploiting the main issues that this team is facing mm-hmm. um, offensively. But Rashad White has done a phenomenal job, again, for the second week in a row, of picking up the slack and really helping to move the ball. I thought Curtis Hodges did, uh, did a better job this week of stepping up. But um, really, aside from Rashad White and Curtis Hodges, Um, I know Ricky Pearsall was targeted and uh, like there was an interception on that pass, but um, I just haven't felt like, I mean, Pearsall had one game offensively, though, there hasn't been anyone besides those two guys who really have had glaring games where it's like, that's him. He's the man like he's going to help us get through these hard Mm -hmm. times. And I really don't even have that feeling about Curtis Hodges. And I I don't think I'm the only one, Shane you probably feel the same way.
1: No, I mean, there's just, there isn't really a guy. And we thought we've from a, from a, from a standpoint of us talking about this for the whole season, five days a week, basically we, we, we really thought that we found the guy that we were going to latch on to, um, in Ricky Pierce Hall at the start of the year. Um, and then Curtis Hodges stepped up and then it was Johnny Wilson for a game. And maybe it was a, a wide receiver star by committee. And it, it really hasn't turned out to be like that whatsoever. Uh, it's the passing game has pretty much died, which is
0: strange. And I mean, it's not to go without saying, I mean, it does need to be mentioned. I'm sure a lot of people already know, but you know, Corey Stevens was getting reps at nose guard because Shannon Mm -hmm. Foreman uh, was out all week. So um, that was a big loss for Arizona state. And obviously that was going to affect the entire flow and offensive um, abilities of the game, because, you know, it's going to be crucial to make sure that Jaden Daniels has enough time to pass, but I felt that really wasn't the issue in this game. One of the really big penalties that came for the offense was, again, on Kellen Deesh, who we have been talking about his issues yeah. with holding and false starts repetitively. It drives me absolutely insane that at this point in the season, he's still having those issues on incredibly imp- like imperative plays that they have yeah. to get. Um, he sets his team up then for a third and 15, and luckily for them, Arizona State was able to convert their first – third down play or their first
1: yep. uh, third down. Um, There's the first conversion the on DM. third down. First conversion yeah, on third down saying. with a swing pass to Rashad White, of course, who bailed him out. Rashad White is saving people's jobs for sure. Uh, there were so many costly penalties in this game. And that brings me to uh, our pitchfork points onward to victory. Uh, what, what, hey, yeah. um, <laughs> what what we looked at before the game yesterday. Hey, there's that
0: graphic I was waiting
1: for. What we looked at before the game yesterday. And let's see how they did. So our first one was ball security. Okay, one interception, one turnover on the day. They won the turnover battle 2-1. to one. Uh, no, only one.
0: I thought they had a fumble too, no? Arizona State no, no, didn't fumble?
1: No. no they, they they didn't lose a fumble. They, they fumbled, but they didn't lose a fumble. Uh, one turnover on the day for ASU, two turnovers for uh, Washington. So that, I guess, yeah, sure, they they did that. But that was it. Also, um, d- yeah, you go can't ahead. go
0: without saying Merlin Robertson's pick six at the end to kind of seal the deal there was, um I thought, a crucial thing for him, especially at this point in the season. Uh, you know, we've talked about how he – hasn't necessarily had an opportunity to step up and make those big time plays. That was his moment. He saw it, he grabbed it, and that was phenomenal. I love to see that from him.
1: Yeah, he had, he had, a, he had a really good game overall. I mean, he, he was just, he was everywhere finally. Um, he was. The whole linebacking core, I mean, Darian Butler, every game, I have to say his name, he's just incredible. If he gets you in his grasp, you. Be- yeah, you're yes, not you're Yes, not another
0: phenomenal game for him. He was just so, unstoppable. Yeah. You know, he was able to really get up there and stop them at like behind the line quite a few times tonight. And yeah. I also want to mention Kyle Soley because he had a great game too.
1: Good to have him back for sure. Glad he's okay. Um, our second key of the game was a clean game, especially being on the road. That did not happen. Um, no. Let, let me pull up these numbers for you. ASU had nine penalties for 94 yards. Washington had one for three yards. One penalty. One. What?
0: That's all I can say. I am so annoyed by that fact. Like, how at this point in the season have you not cleaned this up? This is something that – okay, like, we're past week nine now. Like, actually, what – we have two games left in the season for everybody, yeah. I believe, now. Yeah. So, we're at, what at least week 10. Um, You should not still be having these issues. I feel like I have been stuck in a time warp for the last three months repeating myself Um, in terms of you can't have penalties and they just keep doing it. I feel like it's at, – like, at this point, why even – why did we even bother to make it a pitchfork point? Because um, obviously it's always going to be an issue. And I mean, obviously they're always going to have to overcome it, but we're just going to have to anticipate that they're never going to clean that up. I feel like.
1: Well, you will look the only scapegoat I can give this ASU team tonight is they had two non-starters on the offensive line. um, And that was where the burn of the penalties came from, especially the most of the costly penalties came from. Um, One thing I do want to shout out though, um, at the start of the game, uh, Willie Hartz, I, I I tweeted this on our PHX account. He had a costly pass interference, really bad coverage, um, and he had to obviously play because of Evan Fields uh, not being in there. So he was getting his first start at the corner position. He got picked on early, and then you didn't hear his name called the rest of the game. And that's what you want from a from an inexperienced corner. You don't want to hear his name called often unless he's making a pick um, or or a pass defense. So that the, yeah. shout out to him. He played a pretty good game after that rough start. Um, and then here's our third. Uh, pitchfork point, more third-down conversions.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that as soon as I uh, saw them finally convert on that third and 15. And they said, hey, and that is Arizona State's first third-down conversion of the game. And I said, hey, wasn't that one of our pitchfork points yet? here we are pretty much, like, almost at the end of the third quarter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was just thinking to myself, because Arizona State was still down at that point. And I was like, if Arizona State – comes back to win this game, like, or if they don't, this was a pitchfork point.
1: Yeah, well, luckily they were able to get two more after that. So they were three for 12, 25% efficiency uh, on that. Uh But Washington was four for 12 in theirs. Um So not really anything. I think the biggest thing that propelled, well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Washington. They played inspired football on offense. They looked really good. Obviously they have the best pass defense in the NCAA, and that wasn't helping the really – Slow passing offense that ASU has right now, but Washington played a, a really good game, especially with the double quarterback set they have. Two drives and then go back to Howard. Two drives and go back to Howard. It, it's strange, um, and I get what they're doing, trying to give some experience to the two young guys. But at the same time, it was impressive to see them put up so much offense. In part only because of how bad ASU was losing in the trenches on both sides of the ball. And I think yeah. that was the biggest thing in that first half. And even in the third quarter, that was really scaring um, ASU fans. But Washington, before the uh, before their second-to-last drive where they ended up scoring, um, they had one yard of offense in the fourth quarter. One yard. Yeah. And that was in part because ASU's uh, scoring drive um, to get them within four or five, three. Yeah, to get them it within three. It was like three. nine minutes. Nine minutes, uh, like ADR. It was mwah, beautiful. So we'd love to see that. And that brings me to the lyric of the game. No, na 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 What's the lyric of the game? I need a jingle for this. I'm just going to sing it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. na Lyric of the game. Ooh. Um, the lyric of the game tonight comes from one of my favorite artists. His name is John Waltz. A song called Treadmills. He says, You've been on my mind, running circles and circles and circles. Just running and running and running and running. And that is what Rashad White did all night. And we would love to see that from this ASU football team. So shout out John Walton. Shout out Rashad White.
0: We do. We do. You do love to see that. But it is very concerning um, that Arizona State is having to rely so heavily on White. Especially because if something yes. happens to him,
1: yeah. God knock on the entire
0: floor. offense is done. In terms yeah. of like deflated, um, and that that concern really only um is gonna haunt me for like the next week. Uh, because I think they'll still be all right against Arizona without Rashad White. I think that's still
1: shut be able your mouth up still. Shut your mouth. That team but, did you see what they did to Utah today? You shut your mouth. That team is playing well. U of a was beating Utah most of that game. I am terrified I of U of A get, right now.
0: Listen, listen, <laughs> I get that they're playing well but I think that um, I don't have as much of a concern of them not having Rashad White against that because I think that there's enough other things that intangibles that play in it. Yeah. I expect Um, Oregon
1: state to be kind of like this game, another sloppy, gross run pound the rock game.
0: um, (laughs) Oh my God. So Arizona state won this game and anyone else who's watching, please feel free to drop a comment and let me know if you feel the same way. I don't feel like I'm celebrating a win. I feel so of, like stressed right now. I feel like I feel like I lost somehow, but like I, I don't that's not the right word. I I gotta like figure out what I'm trying to formulate, but like I don't I know. do. I just don't I, feel, I, feel like I'm celebrating a I win. Feel,
1: I feel good about this game because it wasn't I mean a lot of it was self-inflicted harm and um self-destruction by the Sun Devils in that first half. Um a couple touchdowns called back, a couple big shot plays called back. But at the end of the day this this Washington team on paper is talented and they played like they should be playing um, for that first half. And then they kind of came back down to earth and realized that what their record is, is probably where they should be right now, just because of how everything's been going um, interim coach and all that. But this was, this was a, a, a true gut test for ASU when it comes to going down 14, um, nothing this team could have easily hung their hats and, and, and put their heads down and given up because we've seen them do that before. And, um, reference washington state that's not what happened um they were in a hostile environment and they said fuck that that's this isn't happening again and and they really Mm -hmm. did come together and yeah Jaden's stats aren't fantastic um on on the night and yeah he might he he missed a one throw but i still have confidence he was 10 for 16 with only 90 yards um and one touchdown one interception but still he, he he's composed um i mean it speaks volumes how he was able to find open running lanes uh, 15 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. Obviously, that touchdown late in the game was massive, and it was a great yeah. run. He's so slippery, but I'm not that concerned uh, with Jaden himself. Um, it's just more of the program and everything looming over it for me.
0: See, I I'm not on the same I'm not in the same boat, Shane. I, I I'm very concerned for the program right now. I'm very yeah. concerned for Jaden. Um, I'm very concerned for this entire offense right now. I'm very concerned for Zach Hill because I feel like really. Outside of, um, you know, there's been some questionable play calls. More specifically, when in the very beginning of the, well, I don't want to say the very beginning, first, uh, late first quarter, early second quarter, somewhere in there, uh, goal, they're in like red zone at the two yard line, first and goal, uh, can't get it in on the first two, and then they decide on the second two downs, they're going to throw it. I personally would have ran every time. I, Washington sure. has one of the worst 100%. run defenses. I don't know why you try to pass. It's like, I, I just don't understand. It. Oh. You're already crammed up in there. Um, I just thought it was terrible play calling in that in that regard, in that sense, and yeah. trying to go for it that way. Um, and I don't know if that was on Zach Hill or if that was more of an audible that, that Jaden Daniels yeah. decided to call, but I did like it. And then Jaden Daniels decided he was going to drop back like 10 yards before trying to pass the ball and then ended, like, decided to keep it and run it back. It was just a mess.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'm I, I, concerned. I, uh-huh. I'm, I'm so, I'm so I, anti throwing the ball. Um, when your ground game is running, obviously, as everybody should be. But I'm even more exactly. anti goal line fade. And that goal line fade that they tried on, I think, yeah, third and goal, just horrendous. Just it no. Bad. It was the so goal bad. line fade is the lowest percentage play in football, and that was even lower percentage than it could have been. I mean, it was terrible. It's just no, don't run the goal line fade. Just don't do it. I'm anti goal line fade. No.
0: Yeah, I just wasn't a fan. I And so it's hard for me to feel like Arizona State is walking away with this huge win. I mean, you brought up great points. I think it also is huge, like you said, um, talking about the tenacity of being able to play from being down 14 early and coming back to win it, um, especially towards the end of the game. Yes, that was huge. But it's really just that there are so many glaring issues that Arizona State has not been able to clean up and we're at this point in the season. that, And it doesn't yeah. seem like it's going to turn around. And you, you know things aren't going to get any better. Um, well, you're we're, kind of getting to that point, Shane. Yeah. You know what? What I find it, I don't yeah. want to put anything else out right. there because some people have gotten in trouble right. for saying things well, that are true. But
1: we we know we we knew what we had going into this game, right? We knew what we were going to see with from this ASU team going into this game. We knew what the identity kind of already was for this team and how underperforming and all the noise going around. But the thing that was uncertain and that was my biggest concern was. Has this team not given up, but are they disconnected with not only themselves, the coaching staff, um, the program? Like, are they just kind of going through the motions? And tonight showed that they're not. Tonight showed that they still want to win games. And that's a silly thing to say. I mean, obviously, they want to win games. But it showed that they have this passion that ASU fans didn't really know that was always there.
0: I mean, you're not wrong. It sounds silly to say i mean like obviously players want to win games but you can't tell me that the university of arizona players did not quit on kevin Sumlin last year and say we don't fucking care like who at cares point, we who cares literally don't it? care
1: who cares about that uh, No, not but, like, about it's, it, it, about it, it
0: happens in the past yeah. so you do make a valid point in bringing that up because it sounds funny to have to explain but For sure. you know this is something that people have seen before and i, I reference that because it's a re- it's something that gotcha. most people who are watching yeah. this would remember um and so it is a good point they didn't quit they they did show that they're still able to be in this they still are mentally focused they still know that they have that Pac-12 self opportunity even though they didn't get off to the best start in this game you do raise a good point with that and I didn't necessarily take that into consideration so yeah
1: yeah the this is also something so about the play calling some of it was questionable there were some flashes of good things uh in the first half down 14 nothing the composure not only by the coaching staff but also the players to say you know what we're going to stick to the run game and that's what kind of sparked Rashad White's big game is they kept running the ball even though they were down double and I digit. did like that too and that and that's huge that's huge to have the confidence in your players to be able to pound the rock when you're down 14 even though it's early in the game even though it's in the second quarter it's still something that some coaches shy away from with a talented running game and yeah they shied away in in, in goal to go situations tonight but 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 they didn't shy away when they they needed to fight back early in the game, and that and even though they only got seven, um, it it still helped a huge amount going into the second half.
0: And you know, actually touching on that is something that I was a little concerned about going into this game because Herman, his press conference on Monday had mentioned, um, and I brought this up on the show when Bo was on yesterday. You know, he was saying, "Oh well, it's easier to fly to LA than it is to drive to LA," but you know like you almost have like a DeLorean, like the Mandalorian yeah. to just teleport with Rashad white. So please utilize him. So that was something I was saying. Um, and it was good to see that they didn't necessarily pass the ball as much as I was anticipating. So, I mean, I was not thrilled with the offensive play calling, but I wasn't necessarily um, disappointed with um, a lot of the big runs that they had. Um, I don't know. I, I have a lot of like feelings going both ways, um, I, I feel like I'm kind of oscillating be- between how I should feel. And I, honestly, I'm gonna be honest, the fact that we do the show so immediately after the game gives me <laughs> absolutely no time to process my feelings. And I'm really bad about that. So sometimes I don't even know how I feel. And I feel like that's actually kind of what's happening right now. I feel like I got a lot of
1: feelings going on. <laughs> yeah, well, it's 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 impossible not to have a lot of feelings when you're watching an ASU sporting event. Yeah, Bailey, we talked about that earlier. That was a huge stat. Um, glaring, obviously, not the f- for, for first third down conversion was that swing pass to yeah. Rashad White with 930 to go in the game. One stat I do want to bring up, speaking of Rashad White, um, we, I haven't given the offensive total yards yet. Uh, Washington had a, a, a total yardage of 266 Arizona State had 376. Rashad White had 237 of ASU's 376 all-purpose yards. He was a leading receiver and rusher tonight. Um, so yeah. I was
0: gonna ask how many reception yards he had then because I know his rushing yards were at like what 186?
1: 184.
0: Okay. So he That's had incredible. quite a few receiving yards. Wow. Okay. So there that brings us right back around full circle to our issue of receivers and never knowing who's <laughs> gonna step up. Now, granted. Johnny Wilson was out once again. I don't know what his injury is. I don't know what his status is. They're keeping that very under wraps. All I can say is I know he has not been practicing, so I don't anticipate that he's going to be out this week either, but that could change. But, again, it's like we just haven't seen these receivers that were so explosive last year and were poised to have such a great year and – We've heard so much about them that it just hasn't happened. So yeah, um, that
1: Rashad White bailout show for the Sun Devils team started early. Continue. Yeah, that second and twenty early in the game. It was a, I think it was a draw play or maybe it was just an outside zone and shotgun. Um, and he picked up twenty yards like it was nothing. Uh, he's gonna be uh, uh he was already Mel Kuyper's number four running back, I believe, in the NFL draft. Um, oh, I think he's, you
0: got to move him up. His
1: draft is skyrocketing. I would say uh, he's one of the best players in college football right now, with how much he's doing with this offense, and it's just it's it's impressive. Uh, you know what else is impressive? Um, the 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 backdoor backdoor cover um, they like to call a backdoor cover when a team covers a game late uh, and it doesn't affect the outcome of the game. ASU tried to backdoor cover with the pick six. They were five and a half point favorites on the DraftKings sportsbook app. Um, and then Washington did their own backdoor cover. So if you had ASU minus five and a half, sorry, that's, um, that's pain coming out of my throat. Like I did on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'm sorry for you, um, because they won by five points and you didn't cover. Um, but if you want to have pain like this, hit your body. Sometimes when you're betting on sporting events, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's fun. Sometimes it's fun. Most of the time, actually. Um, even when you lose, I still had a good time watching that, um, so, yeah, uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. Bet just $1 on any NFL or NBA game. Um, and if you bet on either team to score a point, and either team in that game does score a point, you get $100 uh, in free bets when you use that promo code PHNX this week at dra- at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um 21 plus Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Next Step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for more details. Yeah, that one hurt, Britt. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, that really stung. I, I was setting up again, just like what happened with the heave, the half court or three quarters court heave that ASU basketball lost on. I was setting up for the show, um, expecting maybe Washington to drive down the field and score with either no time left or or nothing happens after that pick six. Um, I had the mm-hmm. TV on and I heard like excitement. I was like, what? And uh, yeah, um, that happened. So that wasn't fun.
0: Yeah, I was sitting here and I was watching the game and, uh, I walked away cause I don't know, nobody else knows where I am except you probably, but I am right <laughs> now sitting on our couch in the green room at our BHNX studios. Um, and so I had just popped out of the glass doors for like one second and came back in here and it was like 30, 35 again. And I was like, dog, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's painful. Where does this team really go from here now? Uh, Britt, you expect, you expressed your concerns moving forward. What do you expect to see uh, on the road against Oregon state? Uh 8:30 PM kick, by the way, Arizona time.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm <gonna start laughs> crying right now. I don't even want to think about that. It just brings back immediate haunting nightmares because I believe it was an eight o'clock kick in 2014 uh, when they played Oregon state and Corvallis that year. So it's hard for me to think about this upcoming game and not be traumatized. I'm going to try to think positively though. Uh, I expect it to still be quite a sloppy game, but I do anticipate that, uh, you know, the Sun Devils are still going to try to run the ball more. I think uh, this might sound funny, but I think it's going to kind of depend on the weather forecast too. Uh, And what it's like there if I think if it's uh, a little bit more wet and rainy, they definitely stick to running the ball, especially after this week, you should have learned your lesson in terms of what Rashad White can do for you just don't take it for granted. But before I give you a a, uh, 100% answer. I believe I have my stats in my little booklet here still,
1: and I <laughs> well, want to well,
0: reference them. I hope I didn't leave them at home, but I might have. Good.
1: Well, while you do that, I'm going to give the people some updates I left around them the Pac-12. That's okay. I'll, I'm still going to give some people update, up some updates around go the Pac-12. Colorado's up 20 to 10 at half right now. Uh, Washington, Oregon just started uh, 930 to go. What? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, My Pac-12 picks are gonna be so wrong this week.
1: Yeah, um, I felt like that game was a little bit of a trap game. Obviously, Arizona could have done ASU some favors by so pulling I off didn't that get to upset. See
0: any of that game. So, if anyone else is in the same boat as me and has no idea what happened, please feel free to explain a little bit more.
1: So 38-29 uh, 30, was the final, but that does not tell you what happened Ooh. in the game. Uh, U of A was actually up 14-7 to seven at the end of that first quarter. Um, blocked punt touchdown for them, and then they were crawling their way back, cut it to three with just under four minutes to go, I believe, and couldn't do it. Cameron Rising looked pretty damn good again. I am such a big fan of that kid. He's a stud, um, and he pulled off that win. For the Utes, uh, they are now 7-3. and three scary scary team closing the door on Pac-12 championship hopes for the Sun Devils. Yeah. Um, and
0: Cameron Rising just brings a whole other dimension to Utah's offense. I mean, they've already they've always been really gritty. I mean, their past game has been okay, so-so, but they've really, you know, like lived and by the run, but now that they have Cameron Rising and his ability to also pass the ball, but he's also so dynamic and can run the ball. Um, He just contributes in so many different ways. I think he's just been really great for Utah's offense. Um, Not so much great for Arizona State in terms of, hey, we have to compete against them in terms of trying to get to the Pac-12 championship, but I I think he is very slept on as a quarterback in terms of what he brings to the table and what he offers. Yeah,
1: He's really stepped up um, this year. Did you see that Stanford almost beat Florida? Just kidding. That was a school called Samford. Samford from Alabama. I didn't know that was a I was going to say,
0: Stanford played Oregon yeah. State today, and they did not uh, almost beat them. Oregon, uh, Oregon State no, beat them pretty readily.
1: But a school called Samford was up against Florida in the third quarter, I believe, um, and then they Ooh. ended up coming back down to earth. Um, so that was interesting. I saw that, and I had to do a double take. Um, I've never heard of that school before. Um yeah, uh yeah, obviously you talked about Stanford uh today. They looked awful and Oregon State looked pretty. Sanford didn't good. even
0: start their uh Stanford didn't even start McKee. They started yeah. their backup.
1: Thirty-five. But they 14, didn't even announce that
0: until the day like it was pretty much from my interpretation a game time decision. I saw that announcement around what, like two o'clock, three o'clock, and it was announced like an hour previously, and their game kicked off around like 3:30, three thirty mm-hmm. three. Something like that, so.
1: Uh, low tongue Component has a question, Britt. Can the Buffs upset Utah if all goes in our favor? I don't know. You know. That's a tall order, low tongue Component. I can see it happening.
0: I I love your optimism, Shane, but I, after watching the buzzer beater have third court.
1: (laughs) You're just scarred.
0: Killer. I have no confidence right now in the fact that the universe won't absolutely just be like, "Hey, ASU, fuck you." Well,
1: unfortunately, it is in Utah. The game's in Utah next week, and it's on a Friday at two p.m. So it's a weird time for a weird game. Maybe weird things happen.
0: I would love for it to. I mean, really, truly, I would. But I'm not going to let my heart and soul become.
1: Hmm.
0: Hat, like, hinge on it to be 100% honest with you. I probably won't watch it, and I'm going to try not <laughs> to think about it for the next seven days until it takes place. And then, um, after that, I'll re examine.
1: Well, uh, mention again ASU gets the win in super ASU style. Well, Rashad White, which is the final score, Rashad White 35, Washington 30, um, in this weird, bizarre game on this Saturday night. Britt, what happens? Oh, well. All the this. lights just go. turned
0: off on <laughs> me. <laughs> it's not working. Now Maybe I just can... look silly for everybody who's watching us on a live stream. I look silly too.
1: Oh, oh, look at me. I'm dancing. Hmm. Where I'm does ASU go from here? What's the next step? What do you think is the most glaring oh, thing that they need goodness. to fix before their game against Oregon State next week? Before we get out of here, Britt, any other thoughts?
0: Well, you clearly cannot fix the ability to clean up penalties with the offensive line more specifically, uh, false starts holding all that stuff, and then you throw in the, the experience on top of that, you're going to have to hope that uh Foreman's back this week and that helps you going into Oregon State because it's going to be a loud environment. It's going to be cold. Arizona State does not play well in Corvallis. Um So that's definitely going to be one thing. Um Two, Jane Daniels has got to get going in some way, shape, or form and find mm-hmm. some motivation. Now, I want to talk about this more on Monday show. It relates to basketball, but I want to bring this up because I'm going to – Pivot this to Jaden Daniels here. Um, UC Riverside, actually more specifically, J.P. Mormon, uh, had an entire conversation with Chris Paul leading up to their trip out here. And when UC Riverside got out here, Chris Paul went and talked to the entire team and t- motivated them and gave them that uplifting talk that they needed to go out and have their best performance against Arizona State and upset them. Now, I'm hoping somebody can be Chris Paul to Chris Paul's to JP Morgan is somebody to Jaden Daniels so that he can get that inspiration next week, going against Oregon state and play his best game yeah. um, because they're going to need it against this Oregon state team. You know, the Oregon state is officially bowl eligible now. Um, that is a huge thing for their team. And they're just really riding that momentum right now at this point in the year. Um, and things look good for them. And, also defense is going to have to stop the run for them.
1: Yeah, the run defense, not as not impressive again tonight. I think the biggest thing for Jaden right now um, is confidence. I think that a lot of it's in his own head. Again, we've talked about the lack of experience for being a junior um, with the lost season and all that. Um, not many huge games he's had to play in. He always keeps his composure, um, but has some, has had some pretty bad throws. This year, but I think a lot of it. I mean, tonight, I I don't agree with people saying he had a bad game. Uh, he had a one bad throw that was barely barely off. It was not a, a egregious overthrow or miss. Um, and other than that, I thought he was fine. Uh, he had some mental lapses, uh, staying in the pocket too long and trying to be a hero. A little Carson Wentz ball, but he only threw the ball sixteen times tonight, and that's because he didn't need to. Uh, I expect to see more shot plays. I mean, one of the one of the greatest things about JD is his arm, his his arm talent when he's throwing the ball deep. And uh, we haven't seen a Jaden Daniels moon ball in a while.
0: Well, let me counter you with this, because I don't. I, I think people are saying he, play, he had a bad game, but I think that there's a lot of frustration. So let me counter with this question to you of, do, do you feel like people are mistaking their frustrations with Jaden Daniels' struggles to perform um, with, with saying he had a bad game tonight?
1: I think people are just expecting more because they were pampered. Um, in his first two years. As I mentioned before, I think him being such a stud uh, and everyone saying that oh, this guy's a true freshman kind of hurts him a little bit just because there is no next stepping stone that he has to look for. I'm not saying he's not working to that. I just think uh, the expectation's killing him. He's come back down to earth a little bit, um, and that's okay. Uh, it, it, he's still a really talented kid, and I still think he's going to have success. Yes, I think he needs to come back for another year before trying out in the NFL because. I mean, he's just as frankly doesn't have the body or the the arm talent yet, but he's got the legs. He's got the motivation. He's got the composure. Uh, I'm not I'm not too worried about him. Uh, It's it's a long time that he's gone without having a really, really awesome game. But I'm not that worried.
0: So I'm not necessarily worried. It's mine's more or less just. I, I almost feel like I called this because do you remember at the beginning of the year after we watched the very first game of the season and I said to you, Jaden Daniels, in my opinion, just doesn't look like himself yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's pretty much at this point in the year what I'm still saying. And I don't necessarily look at it as a bad thing. I don't think he's having the season or performing the way that he wants to perform. But um, he has a new a newer offensive coordinator. You know, they're they're changing some things. They're trying some different things. And one of the biggest things with change is it takes time. And sometimes change is ugly. And it doesn't always work right away. But you have to stay committed to the process of growing through that. Um, And so we don't know if that's what he's going through right now. Uh, But also, while we're talking about this, um, it might actually work out in Arizona State's favor for him to have kind of a mediocre year. I mean, Arizona State is not having a terrible year by any means. 7-3 and at this point in the year. I don't think that ASU fans would have believed you uh, if you would have told that, at, at least some of them, some of them probably would have said, no, we're going to end 12-0. But most of them probably would have not believed you if you said, hey, we're actually 7-3 and three at this point in the year. They wouldn't have believed you. So this is where we're at. And it's you're probably going to end up going to a decent bowl game so long as they don't decide to self-impose a bowl ban, which I don't think is going to happen at this point. Uh, and I think Jaden Daniels returns. So I think that you're setting yourself up actually for something that could be Pretty decent in the long run. I just think it takes some some time, um, and I think it takes uh, a little bit of constant reminder to keep that in the back of your mind as well. You know that this is actually going to work out to be a, a good thing. Yeah, game.
1: that only helps if ASU has a single recruit for next year. That is it. For... They do. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just. I'm, I'm
0: they do. They happy. have a couple. I'm,
1: I know. I know. I'm very aware. Um, that's but... all for tonight. Um, thanks for joining us on the PH and Devils post game show. Um, look at what came in the. Here. Look at what came oh, in the mail you
0: got today.
1: your shirt. He's on fire. Um, if you want shirts like this, you can go to the phnxlocker.com. Uh, there's a bunch of free stuff or sweet stuff. You can get a free shirt if you get an annual membership at gophnx.com. Become part of the family. Uh, it's a good time. You can join the members only Discord. Uh, the bets Discord was asking for a, uh, a bets shirt. Um, so I'm wondering if uh, I, I could just put my face on a shirt and maybe that'll sell. Who knows? Because um, I, uh, I feel like people want to see this on their chest. Do you disagree?
0: I mean I feel like we should have like a <laughs> we should have our word on the street, like Jeep one be it.
1: Yeah. Um well or,
0: wait, your your lyric of the game where your mouth literally looks like you're about so to do some scary. very not legal things.
1: It's so scary. It's so scary. All right. ASU wins this game 35 30, improves to seven and three. They have Oregon State next week, um, eight thirty on Saturday at Oregon State.
0: Uh, Uh If you're wondering how I'm going to be for the next seven days, uh, it's going to be borderline cardiac arrest all day, every day. (laughs) So that's where I'm at.
1: Um, And uh, obviously we will be live after ASU's basketball game on Monday. Game is at seven at home against North Florida. And then on Thursday, we'll be live for that post game as well. 830 at San Diego state. um, And then Saturday for the post game show, other schedule will be coming out during our live shows uh next week. Uh thank you for joining us as always. You can follow Brittany on Twitter at bboyero 7 You can follow me on Twitter at Chain if You can follow our Sun Devils account at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow PHNX underscore sports across all socials, including YouTube. Leave a like and subscribe. Leave a review if you're listening on audio. Britt, what does you have to say?
0: If you guys think because I was debating this today, I should change my Twitter handle to at lit with Britt. You should let me know. And that's all.
1: Yeah let her know on Twitter. I'm
0: debating it.
1: As I said, at B-Boyer 07. Um, Yep, that is it for tonight. We'll end on this note. Bobby fucking Hurley. Peace.